I'm Victoria. And I'm Joe. And we're Catholic wedding professionals who love working with brides on this journey toward marriage. As married women ourselves, we totally remember all that goes into preparing for the wedding day. All the stresses and obstacles, and we are here to help you through it all. So that you can prepare for the wedding day and marriage with ease. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Catholic, Catholic Wedding, wedding Podcast. Good morning, everybody. It is Joe here today. Uh, Victoria is not with us this morning, but I do have some good friends on here with me. Well, can I say good friends? I feel like this is the first time we were actually met. We're virtual friends. Virtual friends. Yes, but I'm here virtual with friends. Brooke and Stephen Herrera of the Herreras. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah, I'm Stephen. And... and I'm Brooke. And we're the Herreras. We are wedding videographers based out of Maryland. And... Yeah, we've been, I guess we've been filming weddings for about four years. We are going to be diving in today to talk specifically about wedding videography. Uh, Brooke and Steven are up north, I'm down south, and but both of us do a lot of Catholic weddings throughout the year. Our hope is that in today's podcast, we can really dive into what makes videography so special, what sets it apart from photography why it's important, and particularly as well, uh, videography for Catholic weddings. Yeah, Joe, thank you so much. We're really grateful to be on this podcast and to talk specifically about Catholic videography is something that we're really passionate about. When we were married back in 2015, yes. we did not even consider having a wedding videographer at all. It definitely felt extra. Um, I think it was it was a thing at the time, but definitely not as big as it is now. And so we just didn't have a videographer and it's probably our, our only regret from our wedding. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we, we had a friend that was doing it at the time and she's actually like a mentor to us, like on our like other business as well. And so we just saw the price and we're like, oh, it, like Brooke said, it was a little extra for us. And, but now, but now it's like something like we really, really wish we had. Yeah. Now that we have kids and they, especially are into princesses and think that I'm a princess or a queen and it would just be so cool. I know they would love to watch our wedding video. They mm -hmm. love our wedding album. So, mm -hmm. and especially because they're being raised in a time where video is so common. I, I wish I could share that video with them. Well, even this morning, our oldest was, she was watching me at it, um, a reception. So she was watching dancing and stuff. So she it just, they think it would have been cool to be able to see those moments um, and for her to to see those things yeah with family and friends that she knows yeah now. rather than like she's like how do you know these people <laughs> you're like i met them on the internet and, <laughs> and showed up for the most special day of their lives you know no big deal <laughs> and now we love them yeah <laughs> yeah so do you want to tell us a little bit about how the herrera started i mean that's your company name can you tell us just a little bit about how you guys started how you got into videography tell us all the things so I was a youth minister for many, many years, um, right out of college and, and we, Brooke and I got married back in 2015 and about two years into our marriage is right when our first daughter was about to be born. And we just felt like the, something had to change. Like we just needed, just needed to change. It just, the parish I was at, it was just, there was, wasn't really opportunity for me to grow in terms of being able to have a family financially and and so yeah we were just Youth trying ministry to ministry life is hard yeah exactly yeah, 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 that, as you yeah. Know, 
our goal <laughs> was for me to be able to be home yeah. with our kids a little bit more. So I needed to be able to transition out of my full-time job. Mm-hmm. And with him not being able to move up pay-wise, it was just going to be tough. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we just knew that it would be a change. And then our daughter was born. And just one night, Brooke's like, have you, maybe you should go back to school um, for film. Cause it's something, it's something I always wanted to do. Like I actually, um, Joe and I, Joe and I actually went to the same college and I started as a film major at that college, but then, then changed majors and decided Did to go. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I started, cool. Yeah. I was in the cinema, the cinema studies program for a year and then decided um, actually it's that, that's a really cool story. Cause I left that just cause it just wasn't, the culture or the crowd that I want to be a part of. And really I loved youth ministry and had a great youth minister. And so I wanted to get into it. And so I asked um, a friend, formerly Beth Burrell, now sister Beth and Madonna of Sisters of Life. And I, I, she was about to leave um, to enter the, enter the Sisters of Life. And I asked like, what should I do if I want to be a youth minister, but I don't want to go to like another co- like a Catholic college or anything. She's like, you should, you should major in communications like me. That's what I did. And so Essentially, so I, I followed I followed that and and then for 10 years I did youth ministry and then decided right after our daughter was born to go back to school for film. And um it was a year into that when we um decided like maybe we should uh start a, a wedding film business. Yeah, so Stephen was in film school going to school and <laughs> he was I don't know, nearing 30 in your late 20s, mm-hmm. going back to undergrad with early 20s. So it was definitely a humbling experience, but it's really good experience. And I was home with a baby and also still working, but at night he would go to school and I would go to YouTube school and <laughs> study all that I could on film. And he would get home and I would say, Oh, I just learned about this lens or what does this mean and we would kind of just talk about it because he had told me that you know uh, introduced this idea of starting this business and I was like well I better start learning yeah um so we kind of learned together and Stephen really knew what he was doing and just could show me <laughs> what I was learning from YouTube in real life um I feel like the school of YouTube is <laughs> such it's so underrated man oh man yeah it was there's great. so much good stuff out there yeah definitely. You can learn a lot. Mm -hmm. So then kind of another God moment for us was we have been thinking about doing this business, but then on the university job board, a couple posted and it was a young Catholic couple looking for a videographer, which how unlikely is that, that at a very secular school, a Catholic couple would post and be looking for a videographer at um, a church where we were friends with the pastor really good friends with the pastor. So we quickly emailed and said, Hey, we've been thinking about getting into this and we're really good friends with this priest. And turns out, turns out like, so I had been playing, we, we had both been playing soccer, um, in an adult league. And then it was a co-ed. I just, I, I just want to show the story. Cause it's, it's always so funny. So yes, please. So, we love it's, so it's a, co- it was a co-ed team. And then all the girls, we're, we're all Catholic. So all the girls started having babies. So it, turned, <laughs> so it turned into a men's team. And so I had been on the team for a while. And this guy that reached out was actually on the, was joining the team that year. That season. So he had just reached out. We had just emailed and say, Hey, can we do this? And then Steven showed up to the game like that week was like, and was like, wait, are you the same person that I just emailed? <laughs> uh, so so yeah. it, it helped out a little bit. Yeah. And so getting that first wedding. 
get under our belt. Yeah. So we took that wedding and got started and they kind of took a leap of faith on us being new videographers, but we did it for a great price for them. And that's how it got started and gave us the confidence to make it a real business. Yeah. And I think after that, that was, so that was, that was my second wedding in Brooks first wedding and I think after that wedding like I was like okay I was already ready I was like, I'm gonna we're gonna do this and after that wedding Brooke's like this was awesome I loved it she's like she's like it's because weddings are so high energy like it's yeah. for them, like, we're just always moving and she used to play soccer in college and it just she liked the adrenaline of mm-hmm. like on your feet all day moving and and she was I mean you were pregnant at the time yeah <laughs> that first it didn't time. matter the energy oh my gosh fun. I just love it Yeah. Well, I mean, and it is. And especially if you get like, I I feel like there's like a a scale of like how much party happens on a wedding day. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, there's like definitely like more low key wedding days, but then there's other wedding days that are like, this is insane. Like this is a party family and like, they're going to be killing it on the dance floor and you got to like keep up with them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I think we're both pretty empathic people too. So that element of wedding videography we enjoy too like really meeting the emotion uh in that moment there's so many emotions on a wedding day there's the anticipatory part and there's sad not really sad but like maybe it's just me because I'm always crying like joyful (laughs) joyful moments that bring you to tears yeah (laughs) yes I think for that and, and for that first couple that we had they were just so joyful so it made us want to like and it's, it was a funny day because it was the hottest day of July. Um, oh, we yeah. loved it because they were just so joyful. Mm-hmm. Like sh- her smile, like her smile was like just like what you dream of, like filming or photography. Like, yeah. just, like just very like, but it just it was helpful that it was the first thing we ever shot was mm-hmm. this like joyful, and then then and then we're um, friends with them too. So I totally what you see what you're saying about like the happy tears. I remember on my wedding day, like. I was tearful the whole day. Cause I am like you, Brooke. And I just like cry at everything. And so I was so like overwhelmed with joy that I was just tearing up and crying all day. And everybody was like, don't cry. Don't cry. And I'm thinking, let me cry. If I'm going to cry, like, these are not tears of sorrow. These are tears of like, I cannot contain my joy. And they're just pouring out of my eye holes. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. I like warn my couples all the time. I will be crying on your wedding day. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. And, and so when you get a couple that really, you can just tell like how much love and joy they have to be entering into the sacrament. It like, oh, it just, it, it inspires. I mean, I, I feel like I can say this about both of us, like, or all of us, I feel like it inspires us when we're crafting their film, like Mm -hmm. their joy is very inspirational. Like when we're doing the editing parts of it. Right. That's what you want emotion. Cause we will retell that in your film. So, yeah. But we also, I would also say like we, for, for, for brides that are, that hear this, like, like you, you don't need to be emotional too. Like, right. There's you, no pressure. However you, however you express that emotion is good. Yeah. Um, and, yes. and, and that's the way that God has created you. Yes. And I also feel like, you know, if there's any grooms listening to this as well, like, I think that there is a pressure these days for like, you know, the groom has to cry and it's like, I mean, you don't have to, if you do, that's fine. But if you don't, that's fine too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, whatever feels natural and comfortable for you is, you know, yeah, exactly. Is going to look the best on film. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the things that would be 
in my mind, hiring a videographer, something I would be nervous about is do I have to perform? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think for us, that's something that we want our couples to, to know is no, you don't have to perform. You don't have to do anything extra. Like we will just capture whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I worry, I've worked with some other, like, um, this is for a secular wedding, but, um, it was a photographer who like, everything was like super posy. Like I'm going to put you here and don't move. And you could tell that the couple was just uncomfortable because everything was just super robotic and like stoic. And like, I I'm with you guys where I would prefer to capture couples, like in whatever environment feels most comfortable and natural for them. Yeah. I think when, so when we were first getting started, um, that photographer that we, we talked about before we started, um, he was he's very like documentary style and like just trying to capture the moments and candidness and like I think we were thrown off by that at first because we were just getting started we're like oh we're like used to all this pose stuff but then we've we've come to find that we love doing it that way and we even work with and this other this other couple um and this pursuit that is very like that in their photos and their video because they do photo and video yeah and it just capturing those raw moments. And I think that's something that I know something that we just love to capture is those, those in-between moments and, yeah. and just, just very organic rather than like, let, let, let live your day. Like don't, your day doesn't. It's not work. a movie set. Yeah. It's not a movie set. It's not a production. Like, yes, we're filming, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah. We, yeah. I've been on movie sets. Like this is not a movie set. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't I think want I, a movie set. Right, right, right. I think one of my, one of my, like, you said in between moments and like when the photographer has the couple posed and then the photographer is like, okay, I'm all done. And then the couple will naturally like kind of relax. And then they might even like give each other another kiss or another hug after the photographer's done. And I will keep my camera rolling because I'm like, mm-hmm. that is what I am going to use in their film. Yeah. I think it's something like something to keep in mind um, is that just assume that at least at least at least the three of us, our cameras are always going to be rolling mm-hmm. like capturing those moments um, throughout the day. Yeah, no, the, the constant rolling thing is is for sure a thing because you can get more natural moments when you're just recording things as they happen or even like transitioning from, Hey, we're going to move from this spot to this spot. I'm just going to keep the camera rolling and I'm just going to film you walking from one mm-hmm. to the other. Cause then it's so great to get the movement as well. Exactly. I feel like we've gone very tangential to yeah. where we started. I'm not mad about it. I'm not yeah. mad about <laughs> it. <at all. laughs> I know. I'm like, what point are we on? We're, we're looking the, uh, at an outline. I'm kind of like, I'm not sure where we are, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yet. I'm not really good at outlines. I just go, I was like, I, I, a thought comes in my head and I say it. I think that happens all the time when I talk to Brooke. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. This is, this has been great. We're just going to keep the ball rolling. I mean, you know, well, I think, I think we were kind of in this vein talking about how videography is different than photography mm-hmm. and both are important and both are good, but I think that videography offers something very different because it does a lot for like the movement. And I think it's, mm-hmm. Unless you are like a documentary style photographer, um, capturing candid moments is definitely easier. I feel like with video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recently have done some second shooting for photographers, and it's not until I've been in the place of a photographer that I've realized how different it is. Um, 
I've noticed as a photographer, I can move around so easily that I don't have to pre-think as much as I do as a videographer. Um, as a videographer, I really need to know what's happening and where I need to be because a lot of times my camera is going to be stationary, especially during the mass. Yeah. Um, they're like, Stephen, do you want to share what you... I'm the main shooter during um, during the mass itself, so I'm the one that will move around. Um, but for a good portion of it, I'm also stationary on a tripod, um, but I'm not going to move my camera or make an adjustment if I am looking over at Brooke and seeing that she's making an adjustment at the same time, because I we, we have three, three cameras rolling, but I don't tend to use the third camera even when I'm delivering, we're delivering your mass in full, because it's just so far away. It's only it's just a safety shot. And so if Brooke's camera's yeah. moving and my camera's moving, and then we just have that shot that you really can't see much. Um, and so we're all, I'm always very intentional about when I'm stopping. Yeah. So we're very intentional about when we make, we move, we have to be watching the other camera. It's like if, if Brooke is panning. Um, Let me explain yeah, what that means in bride language. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so we both are set up on tripods during the mass, which means we aren't moving. But Stephen will take his camera off of the tripod and go into the center aisle, usually for the consecration um, or like the vows. He sometimes will move around or the Marian procession, maybe depending on where that is. But he always wants to make sure that I'm getting that shot before he moves, because if he moves his camera and I'm maybe adjusting where I'm shooting, then we won't have the full shot. Whereas a photographer can take a quick picture move and go take another picture and in the gallery they deliver it it's fine that there maybe was a two minute gap in between where those two pictures were but for video we have to capture it all so to me that's a big difference between photo and videos we just logistically have to think so much more about where we're going to be we have to bring more gear to make sure that we're capturing moments in full um and i really didn't realize that until i was in the footsteps of a photographer how different yeah Yeah. Well, and it's always, especially when, you know, when we're shooting a mass, because, you know, like the photographers can just walk into like, when I'm photographing a mass, it's easy, right? Like I'll just walk in with my cameras and I'm good to go. But when I, you know, when I'm doing video, you have to come early, you have to check in with the priest, you've got to set up your sound, you have to set up all your tripods. And, you know, I I'm usually the, the Steven in the situation where I'm the one wandering around. So I'll look at my second to make sure like, Hey, is she still is she still rolling? Is she still like focused on a certain area or something? Um, because once you're set for mass, you're pretty much set for mass. I mean, we have a little bit of flexibility with where we can go depending on the church, but like, there's some things once mass starts, it's like, yeah, you're going to be here for 75 minutes. So (laughs) (laughs) make sure to set up right. Sorry. I think one of the biggest compliments that we can get is whether it be a guest or a priest or something for them to say afterwards, I didn't even notice you. Agreed. Love that. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to offer for our couples is that we were not intrusive at all, but we still captured every moment of your mass. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a Catholic videographer to do that. I would agree just because there's like a level of understanding of the sacrament and what's happening and an understanding of the reverence of the space that you're into, you know, sometimes it is, and it's not, it's not like another videographer, like couldn't do a good job because they absolutely could. Like there's an, so many talented people out there, but I think there's a level of understanding when you have a Catholic videographer of like, 
being more of a fly on the wall, still capturing everything, but yeah, being very discreet and reverent about the way that we go about capturing everything. Yeah, and like the other thing with with a Catholic or with a with a mass and with video compared to photography is like we need so many different sources of audio, um, just because of from my experience in doing secular weddings compared to a Catholic wedding is no one at the church knows where the soundboard is um, or how to plug in to get like a, a clean feed of audio. Um, so if they do, they, they're the ones that they don't know how to use it or, or there's a key or whatever. Um, so yeah. I, about, we stopped using the soundboard at the church and we just mic everyone. Everybody, yeah. So we mic, <laughs> we mic, we mic the priest um, and, it, and we, we, we mic a deacon or, or a second presider if they're going to be do, doing something important because like a lot like a lot of times or recently we had we've had deacons that have done um, the actual rite and the priest is the main celebrant um, and we're mic we, I never we don't we don't mic the bride I know some people will mic the bride I just it's I don't think it's for us it's necessary so we mic we will mic the groom and his audio will capture everything um, from yeah. the bride and then. We'll put a mic by the musicians and just, just, there's mics, just know that there's mics everywhere and they're really small and (laughs) hidden. There's one on the Ambo. There's one, like literally I just put it on the seats next to the choir. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. We have like five mics running the whole time. And so, yeah, that's just, it just, it just adds another thing um, that um, the videographers have to think about, um, and that's, that's whether you're Catholic, a Catholic videographer or not, but yeah, it's just, just know that there's even a brick, brick pot I can share just in terms of timeline too stuff. It's just, we, we have to get, we just really have to get done with prep earlier than a photographer would need to. Yeah, exactly. Cause there are so many different pieces to set up, make sure everything's rolling. And I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. I mean, I hope you haven't, but sometimes you walk into a church and they've been burned by a videographer before. And so they're like really hesitant to let you mic them up or plug mm-hmm. another soundboard. I do want to add though, that even though our brains are thinking differently, I don't want it to come across that one is better or worse than the other. I, I mean, we love working with photographers and there are teammates on the wedding day. So I think that's part of why we're thinking so much is because we're constantly thinking, where's the photographer? Where are we going to be? We don't want to get in their way um, and vice versa. And on the flip side, there's moments in the day where the photographer has to think a ton, like the um, portrait time with the families, whereas oh, we yeah. sit back and maybe video that a little bit, but that's barely important in the end in your video, whereas it's very important photography wise. So there's different times in the day where our brains are thinking differently, but I just wanted to clarify that it's different, but not less than or greater than. Yeah. And I like what you said about being a team, because I do feel like it's really important for the photographers and the videographers to be on the same page because ultimately like we're there to serve the couple and to serve them well, and to make sure that they have these memories for the rest of their lives and hopefully, you know, for their children and grandchildren too. So working together on wedding days is the ultimate good for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's all, we're doing what we're doing for the couple. So we have to be yes. together as a team. Yes, for sure. Yeah, but it is, there are, there are just so many different things that you have to like think about. You have to put on a different lens, but up tush <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing, when you're doing video. 
another difference between photography and videographer videography because we've talked so much about capturing moments in full and capturing the audio is that is the big difference is video captures the audio and captures whereas photo tells the day and stills um I don't know if you could summarize that better since you do both. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I feel like that's, that's the perfect summary, right? Like there is something special to be said about having still photos. And of course, like moments with like, especially those family formal portraits, if you have those, you know, there's going to be people in those portraits that, you know, might not be around for a whole lot longer, but definitely having the audio audio is a huge difference. I know for like, for, for our own wedding, it was really important. Both of our dads were giving speeches and I wanted the audio. Like I wanted to be able to hear my dad's voice and, you know, my dad's very healthy and, you know, but you just, you never really know how long you have. And I, I hate to like, kind of get on the like sad, morbid side of it, but being able to listen to our dads, you know, or even like, you know, hopefully one day our kids will be able to listen to their grandpas speak at our wedding. Like that's something so unique to video. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's even encouragement, even if the person is still alive to go back yeah. and listen because they're, I mean, sometimes the words that are said at a wedding are the types of things that you would imagine would be said at a funeral, you know, like people are just pouring out their affection and their love for you. And it's such a special moment for you to be able to hear that while you are alive Yeah. Um, so that you can go out and live that and live that life. And that's what everyone's doing on your wedding day is they're blessing you with what they see the good in you and the good in your relationship and what they hope for your relationship. And so to be able to go back and listen to those words as encouragement and almost like fuel to live everyday life with your spouse, I think that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. I mean, I know I'm, I'm talking about my own wedding here more than like weddings I've filmed, but when hearing you say that it, yeah, it makes me think about the speech that my dad gave where he, you know, and he said some really, really sweet things, but some of the things he said, I was like, I never knew that my dad noticed those things about me. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he's known me my whole life, but you know, when they put it into words and they share it with you and, you know, and I have it. Yeah. I think sometimes those things only come out in these more formal speech type moments. So it's really a treasure to have that. Yeah. Which I think kind of transitioning here. I feel like toasts and filming toasts are unique to videography because there is so much audio to be captured from that. And even like reactions from the bride and the groom or other family members. Like, I feel like that's another like bread and butter moment uh, for us. I yeah, I agree. Those, those moments and the informal interactions, um, like a lot of times couples like to do like a father daughter first look, or maybe there's a gift exchange with parents before, or, um, I, I really love when there's little children at weddings. And I love like when the little flower girls see the bride and literally they feel like you are a queen. Um, <laughs> I, I love capturing those moments because they're so quick, but so sweet to have on mm -hmm. video. For sure. And then especially like, even in like the short term with little kids, they grow up so fast. Yes. So like being able to see them so little and then even, you know, watching it five, 10 years down the road, you're like, oh my gosh. 
Look yeah. at me. I'm tearing up just talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Our daughters have been flower girls in two weddings and they have another one coming up in March. And so it's so cool because I'm, I've, I filmed all those weddings. So like to be able to watch those and, and edit them and see, see my girls and, and watch them grow too. Like, cause they, they've gotten better at it. <laughs> They're professional as, flower as girls it, now. As they've gotten, gone down. Um, but yeah, no, it's, those moments are so cool to have, even for us, um, we're making someone else's wedding film, but my daughter's, and I mean, Brooke was a bride, is, she's, she's going to be, it's the same thing. She was a bridesmaid in all three of those weddings too. And so <laughs> I'm just over here filming the weddings and the rest of my family's in the wedding. <laughs> but it's, it's cool. Yeah. Cool. Like just, yeah. To see that, like, I mean, yeah, just capturing all those moments, like at home, it's like a home video for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how could it not be? Your, you know, your girls are in it, and that's really sweet. And on that topic, that kind of leads right into favorite moments of the day for us. Which one of our favorite moments is the unexpected little moments? Moments of the flower girl ring bear dancing in the corner. Um, you with your father right before you're about to walk down the aisle. Just. Mm little moments are our favorite the ones that we don't pose or plan at all they just happen and you will likely forget them if they weren't captured on video and that's what one of our favorites i mean and we've even shared one on our instagram recently is an example would be um just a family member that couldn't be there having having a facetime call with with the mother of the the that's cool and so we like it and we the bride told us like how important it was afterwards that that we captured that and Brooke was just yeah she said at the end of the call it was her brother the mom hung up the phone and kissed or kissed the phone when she was saying goodbye and we captured that on video I had no idea that would be important to her but she said my mom always does that to her family members when she's hanging up she kisses them on FaceTime and she was like gosh I love that you captured that mm-hmm. little moments. Like we almost don't even know they're important, mm-hmm. but they are so significant. And I think that's why it's so important to build relationships with the couples we work with, because it might not be important to us, or we might not know that it's important, but it's extremely and deeply important to these couples and to these families whose you know moments and wedding days that we're documenting. Mm-hmm. And, and I think even... I'm working on a film right now. And I was just, just thinking about as we've grown as filmmakers and, and we've been and edit, editors as well is, um, is letting moments breathe. Um, when we were like, when we were first starting, we were just like, it really was just like throwing, throwing all these clips together. Um, but even an example of like, I'm including this first look with the father of the bride and just, it's, it's it's a good chunk like it's not just like a quick little thing and I just like those moments that we can they, we, we like to let those moments breathe like like okay we're gonna take a pause like it's this is it's like moving moving and then we're gonna pause and just live in this moment and I think that's a beautiful thing about film is you can really live in this extended moment um at different parts of of a highlight and then yeah we call it a keepsake and it it's it's even more of those moments because um, you can't put a lot of those moments in like a six minute um, highlight film, but it's, but we are we're able to put some of those moments in there and just let it breathe. Yeah. I think what, when Steven's talking about letting it breathe, what he means is 
sometimes in highlight films, it really is all the highlight moments to music. And there are um, like Stephen works freelances for another company where the structure of the company literally is that they have editors and there's kind of a template that they make their films to. Um, whereas in our films, we deviate and we don't really have a template and we are okay with having moments that as an editor, you might feel like, oh, this is going on a long time, but we know it's important to the couple. Um, and it's, it might feel slower, but it, it was just such an important moment that the whole piece of it should be in instead of a quick shot of you and your dad, but maybe that whole moment. So that's what he means there. I definitely see what you're saying, like with the edit, letting it breathe too. And I also think it's important on the wedding day for us to allow the couples to, to breathe too, to like, if they need a moment or if they want a moment or, you know, you set them up and you give them some direction and then you just kind of let them do their thing and let them be for a few moments. I think that's really important too. So not just like on the back end of things, but also like on the day of itself. Yeah, that's a really good point. We recently had a couple that in before before their wedding day, they decided on a spot that they wanted to do a prayer before their ceremony. And for them, that spot was significant. They really wanted to be in that area as a photographer and videographer. And we saw the spot in our head in our heads, we immediately went, the light is so harsh. It's going to be hard to get this, <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't matter because that yeah. in our heads, we're like, this spot is so important to them that it's okay that it's going to be really bright in this shot. It's more important for them to have this moment on their day in a space that they've pre-planned and decided this is where it should be um, and share that moment and us capture it the best we can than for us to move them into the shaded spot that was right in front of the church where the guests were walking by, you know? So just things like that. Um, I think we've learned to let go as videographers in our time. In the beginning, I think we would have worried a lot more about it, but as we've gone on in years of doing this, it's more in our heads, more about letting the couple have their day and we're capturing it and retelling it mm -hmm. as it was. <laughs> Yeah. I think the, the prayer piece too, is something that's probably unique to, to, you know, obviously the couples that are listening to this podcast, but some of the couples that we work with as well, in terms of building in that time, timeline wise to make sure, like I had a bride once who it was really important for her to do a family rosary. So, you know, she made sure her prep time was done 30 minutes earlier than, you know, I guess, quote unquote, normally would be. So that way she had time to do that family rosary. Mm -hmm. um, and then she had some quiet time by herself in the house after like the bridesmaids left and the family left and it was just her in the home. And that's where she ended up reading her letter from her husband, you know, soon to be husband. So just building in that time too, if, if couples really want it and, and it's important to them, because obviously like mass is the highest form of prayer on a wedding day, Yeah, but yep. allowing for other moments too. I love those moments. And I think you mentioned this earlier, Joe, but as videographers, it really is important that we take time to get to know our couples before the wedding day. And I would almost say that's one of my favorite parts of not the wedding day, but our job. We have, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. We have a meeting specifically with our couples, like two months before their wedding and it's a zoom meeting and we just dive into all things. Then we, we go through a questionnaire that they previously filled out with literally all their favorite um kinds of things and this special moments that will be in the wedding any traditions there's so many little things that you maybe have planned into your wedding that we wouldn't realize if we didn't talk about it mm -hmm. so I love taking that time to get to know the couple 
I feel like it makes such a difference on the wedding day when we know all the little things you've been thinking about and planning, and we can make sure we capture that in your video. And we just get a sense of your personality as a couple so that we can recreate that when we tell, tell your story via film. It's just important that we're not just reflecting our personalities, but we're reflecting your personalities. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I feel like Stephen, you might get this too, like from our youth ministry days too, right? Um, like the importance of building relationship, you know, like Brooke, like you said, like that, that's one of your favorite parts. That's one of my favorite parts too, because I mean, big picture wise, like we're all on the journey to heaven together. Right. And this is like just a small part of it. And because it's a sacrament and then we just have the opportunity to walk with this couple as they like get ready and prepare for the sacrament. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just really neat building in friendship with people that maybe you wouldn't have met otherwise, yeah. if that makes sense. It's funny how intimate the relationship can kind of be like you, you don't really think your wedding videographer maybe is going to become someone that knows so much about you, but really we're there with your closest people at one of the most important times of your life. There's so many emotions and we're right there with you. So it does become an intimate relationship and it's so important that you feel comfortable with us and um, yeah. that we support you in that moment. And then yeah, I, mean I would. And then on the back end, like we're like spending like close to 40 hours just watching all that footage over again. So I, I feel really connected. Mm -hmm. I think so. I, I Brooke, Brooke often cries during toast and different things. And I, I, I wouldn't say I cry, but I definitely like get a little emotional, like as I'm watching and like, oh, this is, this is so cool. Like, I love this moment and just get excited um, as I'm listening to the speeches again. Cause I think in the moment for me, it's harder to like, Cause I'm worrying about other things, but like when I'm, when I'm back home, I'm at the computer, like watching all this stuff. Like that's when I like really get impacted by these speeches and the way that they, that these people loved on the couple during the day. And yeah, I, I, yeah. I like watching through like the other videographers work. Like if you have a second video, I mean, obviously you guys, it's, you know, you have the two of you and, and, you know, watching my second shooters stuff, sometimes I'll, you know, be like, looking through her footage and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that that moment happened. Oh my gosh. And you know, and it's something like really deep and emotional that I just was either not there because I was with the bride getting ready and it maybe was a moment with the groom and his mom or, you know, a different part of the reception. Maybe something was happening outside that she caught and I was inside catching something else. And so, yeah, it's just, yeah, I, you feel a sense of connection with not just the couple, but their family as well, you know, cause you're just, you go through so much of their, you know, footage and you're there with them on the day. And I would say if, if you're looking to book a videographer, which I, I mean, I feel like we're maybe all biased, but we would encourage you to do, but we would probably encourage you to find somebody that you feel like you connect with, that you feel like you could develop a friendship with, because you are going to be with them the whole day. Exactly. And they will be the ones retelling your story. So you do want a videographer that has similar values and can will retell it the way that you would want it told. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if there's elements of your faith that you want told. And I think that's, that's one of the benefits. If you are having a Catholic wedding of having a Catholic videographer, having somebody who understands the sacrament and who is able to portray that in your film in a way that honors the sacrament that acknowledges the Lord's, uh, involvement in the sacrament and in your relationship and just, you know, touching on all of those pieces of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's something we'd like to include in our email back when people inquire is just 
we want you to tell us about your faith if that's important to you because that's a big aspect of your life mm -hmm. and i don't know if every videographer is going to openly start that conversation with you right away but we we want to and i think that makes a big difference when you're recreating the story yeah. do you guys have any like other advice for couples who are looking to book a wedding videographer like things that they can look out for or be mindful of or consider um, yeah, I think there's two points that I would recommend. So number one would be to watch the videos of the videographer because they're really not all the same. And these are things that I would not know to look out for if I was not a videographer. So first of all, how does it make you feel? Um, what kind of audio are they using? Are they using toast or is it just music? And do you have a preference on if you like one way or the other? Um, we're very audio driven and use toast and sound effects and really do that. But sometimes it's just set to music and people have different preferences. Um, and then the other thing that I definitely wouldn't know to think about if I wasn't a videographer, but it does make a difference is the way a videographer colors the film. Um, and for us, it can vary. Like we don't color each film exactly the same. We, we try to match the vibe of your wedding. But some videographers are very dark and moody and some are more light and airy. And if you have a strong preference either way, that's just something to look for that I definitely wouldn't have thought of prior, but it can impact the feel of the entire video. And if that matters to you, that's something to look at. Um, yeah, which I, I think that's something that people always consider when they're choosing a photographer. Yeah. But it's not something that's always in the forefront of people's mind when they're thinking about booking a videographer. Yeah. And I would say, don't judge it based on like the stills on their Instagram feed. Like the, if you just quickly glance at the feed, it can look different when you're watching it in motion. So I would watch their actual films and get a sense of overall, do I like the way this looks color wise? Um, because sometimes people will have a really light look or a really dark look that or maybe a really um, bright, saturated color look that maybe you like or don't like. So just something to look for. And then the other thing that I would consider is the type of film that you want. So videographers tend to offer different options of films. And I know it's overwhelming because you're trying to understand everybody's collections and compare them all. But just think about how you want your film delivered in the end. So the two big things to consider is, do you want kind of like a short highlight video that's generally videographers offer between like five and seven minutes is kind of an industry standard. Do you want something like that? Or do you want something that's a longer form version um, where you're getting moments in full? And a lot of times these are delivered like 60 minutes plus depending on your day. Um, and for example, like we offer both and they're both options, but they're not necessarily in all of our collections. So just knowing what you want can help a lot. Mm -hmm. And I know that that is overwhelming <laughs> when you're just starting out because they are different. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, I don't know if maybe you guys have, have run into this when you're talking with couples. I think that sometimes the couples that were filming their weddings have a different vision for what the video is going to be than their parents. Mm -hmm. Like some their what their parents are expecting is like the, um, longer form. We're still here. Yeah. The, like the longer form, the keepsake edits or, you know, the FOMO edits, uh, which is fear of missing out. That's so I've heard some other people call it that. Um, 
And I think on the other side of the spectrum are the, oh, it's just a music video. And I feel like you guys, and I think myself, we kind of fall somewhere in the middle, right? Where it's, you know, both Herreras and I, like we, we lean on audio and we incorporate it and we, you know, listen to the musicality of the music for your films so that it all fits together. So there's, there's definitely lots of options for you, you know, when you're sitting down you know, as a couple and maybe even as a family, if your parents are part of the decision-making process, just a lot to consider for, for what you want out of the day. Yeah. I definitely have been on an inquiry call with a bride and a mom and the mom was like, can I, so you'll be there all day, but we're only getting six minutes. And it was a valid question. And that's why we do offer the keepsake film is because I think you should have it all. Honestly, if I, if if you can have it all, I think you should. Um, oh, absolutely. On the flip side, it's not just six minutes. It is created in a way we go back and listen to all the toasts and we cut out the chunks and we rearrange things so that it really feels like you're watching a movie that puts you back in that day and recreates those emotions. Mm-hmm. And just watching the long moments is special and different, but the, the highlight, the story-driven film is meant to really bring you back to that day and really crafted um, to be something that you can share with people and they instantly get a taste of that day. Like they, they feel like they were there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so they're, they're different. They're different videos. And in a dream world, I think you should have both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I know I, for a lot of um, couples that I have to, like, I have the teaser, like a teaser edit, which is like a minute long, you know, the stuff you see on Instagram and stuff. A lot of them will trade that out for a ceremony edit so that they can <laughs> have their full mass, you know, start to finish. Yeah as well. So there's lots of different options. And I feel like we could probably have a whole other podcast for like sound in films. Cause I know <laughs> you guys have a really unique style and honestly genius way that you like lay out the sound for your films. Oh, thank you. So Thank you guys, both of you for so much for taking the time to talk with me this morning, to kind of talk through what videography looks like on a wedding day. Uh, you know, our, our hope for this podcast is that we can help educate brides and couples, but also just answer a lot of the questions to help with the planning process so that they can be thinking about these things and 
and they don't go in blind, you know, when it comes to the, the wedding planning portion. So I really appreciate all of the insight that you offered. And if people want to find you and book you for their wedding, which they should, where can they find you? They can find us at the Herrera's films is our Instagram and, or www.theherreras.co. Um, and we just want to thank you so much for having us. And just like you said, Joe, our hearts is to help couples. So when you inquire, don't be afraid to set up a console call and talk through things. If you have questions and it doesn't make sense, or you maybe want to adjust things like we are here to help you. And that is truly our heart. And we know it's confusing and overwhelming and we want to be supportive and helpful and make it make sense. <laughs> so don't be afraid. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're here as, as uh, vendors, but also friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, we will see you guys in next week's episode and hopefully we'll have the Herrera's back for a future episode. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thanks Bye. guys. Bye. 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 Bye.